Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And I'm Trey Ware. It's 7.05. Sean is on vacation this week. So it's you and me at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And we are officially one week out, one week away from Christmas Day and trying to do all the last-minute stuff and what are we going to do and have we bought everything and are we all ready to go and all that kind of stuff. So Merry Christmas to you and yours. And as I go through these stories, uh, join me. 210-599-5555. It's 210-599-5555. Well, <laughs> uh, the truth is showing. The truth is showing. What do I mean? Well, the Biden administration has spent almost three years telling us First of all, the border is secure. There's no crisis. The border is secure. And we've got all that sound. I've played all that sound for you time and time again. Border secure, border secure, border secure, right? No problem. And then, of course, now it has evolved into, well, we've got to do something about it. And uh, what are we going to do about the border? And blah, blah, blah. We can't do anything. It's beyond our control. The system is broken. We don't have an immigration system in this country that works. This is beyond our control. And these records numbers of illegal aliens who are breaking and entering our country the record numbers well we can't do anything about that is what we've heard until of course the republicans hold their feet to the fire and say if you want more money for your pet project called ukraine so you can money launder some more money through there and enrich some more american politicians and defense contractors and big corporate media interests by sending the money through ukraine first if you want to do that then you're going to have to deal with border security and guess what all of the sudden they have the power to negotiate the numbers of people that are coming across the border. The Biden administration. Okay, we will uh, we'll hold it down to 5,000 a day if you give us X amount of money. And so they're negotiating how many people they are going to allow breaking our laws in this country. Think about that for a minute. I mean... <laughs> The Biden administration is negotiating with Republican leadership over how much illegal activity they are going to allow at our borders. So what what other crimes do we want to negotiate over? Oh, you know what? We'll allow 30,000 murders this year, okay? All right? You give us what we want, and we'll get... You, you can do 30,000 murders or rapes or bank robberies or whatever because we have a law in place and their lie about well our immigration system is broken it doesn't work is is an absolute lie 
And we know it is because you and I were alive during the Trump years. And we know it can work. And we know we can stop these people from coming into the country. The Democrats, those that are uh, the communists who have infiltrated the Democrat Party and are running our country, are destabilizing this country by bringing in rapists and murderers and uh, gang members and terrorists down along the southern border, meant to destabilize our country. And we are. We're hanging over the precipice right now by a very thin thread. That's a fact. And crime rates have gone up since they've opened the border. Cities like San Antonio are colluding with them to bring these people in. And why? Well, I'll tell you why. The leadership of San Antonio is far left as well. And part of what they're doing, in addition to bringing in the crime, and part of what they're doing in addition to bringing in the disease, the diseases that we have been able to eradicate from our country, but are coming roaring back since we've opened the border, since Joe Biden opened the border, since, since this administration opened the border, it's also importing a huge Democrat vote, voting base where they will never, ever lose again. They will be able to win elections going forward because they're importing all of these Democrat voters. But now they are admitting, hey, we can negotiate how many we're going to let through the southern gates. Because they are now in negotiations with the Republicans to do it. Meanwhile, over in Del Rio, just a little bit west of here, all Border Patrol agents in the Del Rio sector have been redirected from border enforcement duties to focus on processing, transporting, and providing humanitarian care. Not stopping them from coming in, not stopping the drugs. In fact, just this past weekend, $10 million of meth and cocaine and vats of jalapeno paste found in San Diego coming across the border. 67,000 illegal immigrants are in New York City shelters right now. None of that. No, no. We're going to negotiate how many we're going to let come into country illegally. Do you have a problem with that? Because I do. I've got a big problem with our leadership in this country, our elected leaders in this country, our, our elected servants, our elected representatives, better said. They're not my leaders. In this country, negotiating on how many criminals... Because if you're breaking the law to come in this country, you are a criminal. How many they're going to let in the country? 210-599-5555. Does that bother you at all? Let's go to line one. Hey, Jason, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Trey. What, what this shows me, Trey, is a couple things, if I can. Um, first of all, the Republicans should have done this a long time ago. The day they own the House, and they've owned it in previous uh, administrations, they, they've got the power of the purse. I still don't know why we have 87,000 more IRS agents. They could have defunded that. The second thing is, do you notice how all of a sudden McCarthy, the biggest rhino out there, he's no longer speaker. Now Republicans can go to the table and start leveraging some of their power. Uh, McCarthy voted for Democrats 46% of the time he was in office. Uh, we all know Pelosi never voted for a Republican uh, bill or measure once in her life and the last thing is we ought to do this more often the republicans with with bogus programs that you and i know and the rest of the american people know that are out there 
And we all yeah. know the Democrats, it's all been, it's a scam. Policies are in place. They were in place the minute Joe Biden took office. Nobody compares what happened under Trump. Even the rhinos, Nikki Haley and everybody else, nobody says, right. hey, look, look at the programs we had the, the day uh, Biden took office. We didn't have this problem at the border, but they don't want to tie themselves with Trump because they're in the uniparty. Jason, great job. Thank you very much for the call, and Merry Christmas to you and yours. Uh, you're absolutely right. First of all, uh, McCarthy, uh, on his parting shot at Republicans, said, Democrats, the Democrat Party, looks more like America than Republicans do, right? So this is a guy who was supposedly heading up the Republican Party. He was no more heading up the Republican Party than I'm an astronaut flying to the moon next month. Give me a break. The, the Democrats have, have done an excellent job of putting these plants in positions of power in the Republican Party. Are you going to trust Mitt Romney's niece to do what's right for Donald Trump? <laughs> Let's just say something strange happens this year. And, Steve, I see you there. I'm coming right to you. Let's just say something strange happens this year, and Donald Trump ends up being the Republican nominee because he's only 70 points ahead of all the others. Okay? Mitt Romney is now 100% all of his time is focused on trashing Trump. He's on the trash Trump train. Mitt Romney. And his niece is the head of the Republican Party. <laughs> Do you think she's going to help Donald Trump get elected? No. 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 These Republicans are perfectly fine playing from behind. They're perfectly fine being the bridesmaid, running behind, and, and, and not, having to, not having to govern, not having to take positions. They're fine with letting the Democrats do it. Otherwise, they would have said, hell no, we're not negotiating on the border. You close this border, you're not getting another dime for anything you want to do, Mr. President. 210-599-5555. Let's go to line two. Hey, good morning, Steve. Happy Monday to you. Good morning, sir. Happy Monday. Merry Christmas, everyone. These people on both sides of the aisle, to include Mitt Romney, are not moral people. They are right. immoral people. They don't, they don't even know we exist, and worse, furthermore, they don't even care about us. Right. None of them do. Right. And when you, don't have, when you don't have morals, you have, you have lawlessness, and you, don't ha you can't have laws if you don't have morals, and if you don't have laws, you have chaos, and that's all these people bring us. Right. They, they are they are unfit to lead. Every one of them. Every one of them are, are in it for themselves and theirs, and none of them are in it to make our lives easier and better. Only themselves and theirs. It's 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 criminal and it's sinful. It's sinful and it should be criminal. Steve, thank you so much. A Merry Christmas to you and yours. And here's the deal. Uh, yes, you're absolutely right. It is exactly that. There is no morals anymore. In fact, C.S. Lewis wrote what has been termed the Christmas Sermon. The Christmas Sermon, C.S. Lewis. Christmas Sermon, C.S. Lewis. 
We all remember him for his outstanding literature, the Chronicles of Narnia, Mere Christianity, the Screwtape Letters, the Great Divorce, the Abolition of Man. Uh, I could go on and on and on and name these impactful books on my life. But this Christmas sermon, he nailed it. And this was the 40s, 50s. He said this. There is no objective right or wrong among post-Christians. Each race or class can invent its own code or ideology just as it pleases. Now, if the post-Christian view is the correct one, then we have indeed walked from a nightmare. The words of the great C.S. Lewis... And that's exactly where we are today. Now, coming back, if you were advising young folk today about military service, what would you tell them? I'm just curious, and I want to spend some time on the phone with you. 210-599-5555. Let me tell you about Hess Fitness Products. I just think the world of Albert Kessler and his team over at Hess Fitness Products, I have been on the radio for them for over a dozen years now, telling people all over Texas and the whole country about the great items and how hard they work to make sure you reach your fitness goals when you do business with Hess Fitness Products. Albert and his team have a wonderful thing going on right now. It's the New Year Resolution Sale on their website, HessFitness.com, H-E-S-T, HessFitness.com where you can save 25% and 18-month no-interest financing is available as well. And they also offer their white glove delivery and setup on the fitness gear that will make a huge impact on your life. In fact, why don't you head on over there today and see their 2024 lineup of their equipment and accessories and even stocking stuffers if you're looking for some last-minute gift ideas. Then check out Hest. Hest is best. You'll do more, look better, feel better with the equipment from Hest Fitness Products, 281 between 1,000 Oaks and Brook Hollow. AccuWeather forecast from everyone here at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, you're not, Jimmy. Oh, you're not doing this to me. Oh, it's boy. not. It's not that early. You can handle this. Oh, 722. Merry Christmas, baby. Sure treat me nice. How many times did I do this with my son? Oh, yeah. It's the king of rock and roll, a Merry Christmas, baby, one of the greatest blues sure things. Now, Lou Rawls has also got a version of this that we'll be playing as well as we get closer. All right, before we before I dive into what's going on with these uh, military recruits and uh, and what they're saying on TikTok, let me go ahead and, and grab line one here. 210-599-5555, Trey Ware on KTSA, and Keith, you're on. Good morning, Keith. Good morning, Trey. I just attended an Air Force course where the senior non-commissioned officers in the course said that global warming is one of the greatest threats to the U.S. military today with the <sighs> melting of the polar ice caps and the rising sea levels. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah, well, I do. Yeah, I, I, I hate to tell you, Keith, I, I do believe it because I can't tell you how many um, calls I've gotten, emails and stuff like that from people who can't wait to get out right now because of all this DEI and wokeness and everything else that they're being taught, having to sit through classrooms where they're being taught that the biggest threat to our country, in addition to global warming, of course, is white guys, and we have to deal with the white 
the you know people in in America and how awful they are, and and you sit and you think they are teaching that to military. So the next step, it's an easy step to to envision that number one, if you're violating the earth, right, then the military can be turned on you, or if you're a white dude, the military can be turned on you because they're teaching these military recruits to hate white guys and if you're you know driving a big old suv then obviously you're ruining the planet as well it's it, it really is sickening and sinister when you think about it yes yeah, so this these were the senior enlisted members God. Uh, giving briefings to the staff and uh they're now calling dei they're calling it deia and a stands for accessibility so it's just <sighs> one step after the next Sure. It's going to be, and thank you, Keith, and Merry Christmas. It's going to be like LGBT, right? Now they have uh, 24 out of the 26 letters of the alphabet involved in LGBT. So DEIA is now what they're doing. Thanks, Keith. Appreciate the call. So uh, where all this started, and I'd love to hear from you, really would. Military City USA, you guys in in the military are who were in the military, and I was with some honored military retirees over the past uh, weekend at a friend's uh, uh, party, Christmas party, and some of my greatest friends are are former military. Uh, And I'm just curious, when you hear what, like what Keith just said, What would you tell a young person today about being in the military, military service? Would you advise for it or against it? Let me look at some numbers here. What did I do with those? The Army is going to end up about 15,000 short of its target. They have a target of 65,000 recruits for 2023. The Navy is going to fall short by 10,000, and the Air Force is off by 10%. Okay, that's this year. And the number one reason, according to the research that's been done, the number one reason is people in the military or who have retired from the military veterans telling young people in their family, do not. You do not want to get in. Do not sign up. Go find something else to do with your life. Now, that's a huge turn from when I was a kid. I remember my grandfather was a Navy man, and uh, in my eyes, his Navy career, he was a hero. And he promoted the idea of protecting and defending the Constitution and this country and the people of this country and freedom and liberty all around the globe. So right now, young members of the Army are throwing what they are terming a TikTok mutiny to complain about their military service. Anthony Laster is a military influencer on TikTok. Described his life as having no privacy. The pay sucks. Crappy food, except he used the other word for it. Disrespectful leadership and no sleep. He has more than a million followers on TikTok. And he was in uniform when he said it. And he was on a mission when he said it. Said he spent the whole day watching TikTok videos while he was supposedly fighting the Taliban. The Army expects to end up, as I just said, about 15,000 short. Uh, Shamar Williams, also on TikTok, telling followers top five reasons not to join the military. Williams saying we don't get paid enough to perform the mission that is tasked to us and uh, the lack of autonomy and the sacrifices that we have to make. Another young Army recruit 
warning her TikTok followers, don't join the Army until you're mentally prepared to be told that you are over or underweight. You're going to be treated like you're not a good soldier if you can't run two miles in 18 minutes or less. Oh, and you can't get injured either because then that's going to be your fault as well. So over 60% of active duty service members are overweight or obese, according to an October report by the American Security Project. Another TikTok influencer saying his life is mopping floors 99% of the time. A study from Pentagon found that 77% of young Americans would not qualify for military service due to being overweight, using drugs, or having mental and physical health problems. Also, the Pentagon discovered that only 9% of Americans between the ages of 16 and 21 said they would consider military service this year. So I'm going to break from the news. I'm going to take your calls. Let me go to line one quickly here before the bottom of the hour and talk with Jimmy. Jimmy, you're on KTSA with Trey. What would you say about military service these days? Man, it's not just, well, it's pathetic, as you've been talking about. But, you know, I grew up in San Antonio. I'm, I'll be 64 the last day of this month. I used to hear a guy on a radio named Ricky Ware. I don't know if you ever heard of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure have. He talks about if you do this or if you do that as a country or this or that, that it's a slippery slope and we would wake up here one day. Well, nobody listened to him except for me, and here we are. Yeah. Yeah. No, and thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate it very much. He had a lot of wisdom, and he could see things coming, and I can too. He passed that on to me, and where we're headed is not good. So let me break for the news, and you grab a line while while we're uh, listening to Don, 210-599-5555. Call me and tell me, you have an opportunity to influence young people for military service. Do you encourage it, discourage it? What do you tell them? Okay, 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware here. Your home is your sanctuary. 737 with Trey Ware on KTSA. Sean's off this week. 210-599-5555. I'm coming to DJ and Mary on the phone. I got two lines open at 210-599-5555. Here's what we're talking about if you're just now joining us. You got these influencers over on TikTok. I hate TikTok. It's awful. It's it's one of those things is just everything's wrong in the world, you know. TikTok is just horrible. I don't like it at all. In fact, I, I'm getting that way about all social media. So get off my lawn. Okay, but TikTok in particular is just horrible. It's used by the Chinese to destroy the minds of our children. That's another topic for another day. But there's influencers that are on TikTok, members of the military in uniform now, and they've got millions of followers, so they're influencing millions of young people, now telling them do not join the military, don't get in here, stay away, this is what's going on, terrible food, we don't make any money, we don't have any freedoms, it's awful, it's all about me and I don't know, you know, military service was always about sacrifice. And the problem with, and and my question has been, if you are former military or maybe current military, and you have a chance to influence young people for military service, what do you tell them? Stay away, get in, or what? We are missing our recruiting goals by a lot. And a lot of it has to do with military veterans and family members telling younger folks, stay out. Don't do this. So It's the worst career you can imagine. Don't even consider getting into the military, so on. And I'm curious what you would say. 210-599-5555. Let's do it. Let's go to the phone. Line one, DJ, thanks for your patience. You're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Monday. Hey, Trey, can Hello, you hear DJ. 
Yeah, I got you. Go ahead, DJ. Yes, sir. Um, so I came to the States when I was five. I joined the military when I was 25. The best thing I ever did in my life. Um, it, you know, benefits aside, uh, the people that I met from all over the country, from all over the world, um, uh, uh, representing your country, it's the best feeling in the world. But you got all these pansies nowadays that, oh, i got to sweep and mop for a little bit. Of course, you go up through the ranks, you know, or... Um, but but as far as me, my, my, the best thing I ever did in my life. How how long ago was that, DJ? That you joined? Two thousand and seven, March two thousand and seven, uh, and unfortunately, I I was only uh, uh, fortunate to only do eleven years. I got injured and had to and had, and had to uh, uh, discharge honorably, of course, but. Um, um, yeah, 2007 is when I joined in, and and even then, even then, it wasn't as bad as it was today. But even then, um, it, you could tell that it, it was slowly starting to, to to turn. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, DJ. God bless you. Merry Christmas, and thank you for your service. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I don't, I, you know, Nancy and I hosted this veterans cruise back in November. We're very close with a lot of veterans. We were at a veterans dinner on Saturday with some friends from the military, and I, I, I'm curious, how is it different today than it was when you were in? Number one, and number two. There's something to be said for promoting these institutions like the military to young people. Why? Because the military is in the shape that it's in right now, the DEI and all the stuff they're doing, because conservatives have abdicated. We've abdicated our service there. We've abdicated our service in education. We've abdicated the government to the left-wing nut jobs, and conservatives have gotten out of all these service places where we should be involved more. Anyway, let's go to line two. Mary, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Oh, thank you so much. I love your show. Um, well, Trey, I was enlisted for eight years. I was commissioned for 17 years. And my second uh, tour, I was a nurse. And I have to be honest with you, I, I spend a little time at the bases. And I see a lax in uh, professionalism, in respect. We have to promote something like... You know, maybe um, tell the truth. We are going to make a better person out of you and and make you proud of our country. I, I'm I'm telling you, it's very distressing. Um, after Katrina, I lost my our hospital flooded, so I went over and did an Air Force recruiting job in California for about four years. That was a, a opening. I um, just opened my eyes. My recruiters were so professional, but they're so focused on the numbers instead of telling them what we do in the military. You're going to lose a little sleep. It's going to make a better person out of you. You're going to be a better family man. But, you know, and also one other thing, teach commanders how to promote professionalism in yeah. their young soldiers. Anyway, I'm sorry, I could go on and on. Thank you for your show, Trey. I love it. Thank you, Mary, and Merry Christmas to you. I really appreciate your call and for your service as well. Line three, Worthy, you're on KTSA with Trey. Merry Christmas, Worthy. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, Trey. Hey, uh came in the Air Force nineteen seventy four as a second lieutenant. Uh spent twenty nine years, moved seventeen times, two combat zones. Um I love the Air Force, I love the military. I still tell people today 
uh, that is no better place to serve your country. Yes, there's sacrifices. Yes, there's hardships. Uh, what I see today, we have a bunch of intelligent kids. You know, we, we badmouth a lot of our kids today and for a variety of reasons, but they're really pretty intelligent. But most of them have not been through any type of hardship. They've been catered to, tended to. Yeah. And you're seeing that in our, in our military folks, unfortunately. Just saw an article in Express News. Uh, they're no longer the Smoky Bear uh, the drill instructors, the guys with the smoky bear hats, meeting the, the recruits at the bus and dressing them down right as they get off the bus and breaking them down, individuality down into group, into team. They've stopped doing that now. You're met by peers of your own age, and it's a little social club, and they want you to be uh. so welcomed. And it's messed, in my opinion, but I would still tell people, we need you, your country needs you, uh, and we've got to do something, Trey, uh, to turn this around. And uh, unfortunately, much of our senior leadership in the military today uh, perfumed princes and princesses, and they've just allowed this to overtake them. The woke, that ideology is alive and present in the military. You see it with some of the Secretary of Defense Austin. You see it with others. Uh, that's got to turn around. Our country is in bad shape, as you you expound on each and every day, and we're we're headed down into a really really bad place. And the last thing you want to do is your military falling into route step with that mindset. And with that, I wish you a merry Christmas and folks there at five fifty. I love listening to you. Take care of yourself, brother. God bless you, uh, Worthy. Thank you so much, and you're absolutely right. Uh, the worst thing we could do is abdicate these these positions. We have got to continue our involvement, and not only continue it, but encourage more conservative youth to, and they're out there, folks. They're out there, and it's a matter of encouraging more conservative youth to be involved, not only in the military, but education and the government everywhere else. It's the only way we turn us around. Line one, Justin, you're on KTSA with Trey. Uh, Merry Christmas, Justin. Hey, Merry Christmas to you too, Trey. Um, I can I try to speak to young people in my own experience. My own experiences was that, and um, I graduated in the late '80s and was going nowhere in the little West Texas town I was in. So I was kind of a failure to launch back then. Do we, we lose my you? Life. Am I here? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're there. Go ahead. Go ahead, Justin. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm in between some sales here, but uh, no, just my own experience. I try to show, show, share with you know people, young people that I talk to, and just encourage them. That, you know, you're not really, you know, what are you doing right now? That's that you're not going to be doing four years from now. Just give it, give it a chance for four years. You'll learn yeah. the discipline. You'll learn how to. You'll learn a trade. That's for sure. Which we need more trade yeah. workers. Um, that's right. And they'll give you a roof over your head. They'll give you three squares a day and. You've got nothing to lose except four years of somebody telling you what to do for a little bit, and then pretty much they pretty much let you on your own so you can go function. Um, yeah. But a lot of yeah. them are clout chasers. A lot of them want to want the easy way out. That's right. Yeah. Justin, i got to let you go because we're losing your cell, but here's the deal, man. Um, and, and Brady and Mike and Erica, hold on. I'm going to get to you right after the break, so please don't hang up. Um, you're, you're absolutely right, Justin. Cleaning the toilet's not going to hurt you. <laughs> it's not going to hurt anybody. And what you're going to learn and the skills you're going to get from being in our U.S. military and the influence that you will have 
will certainly be determinative for the future of our country, particularly with young conservatives getting involved. So Brady and Mike and Erica, i got to hear from you, so please hold on. I want to say about River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Habercorn. I uh, just think the world of Dr. Habercorn and his team, his staff at River City Oral Surgery, uh, they have, they're coming up on their five-year anniversary this month. You don't need a referral to see them. You can just give them a call and go in and see them. And you don't need insurance. Their price structure is such that people pay out of pocket for a lot of the services that they perform at River City Oral Surgery. Now, you get two specialists, by the way, when you're having your implants done. You're getting an MD anesthesiologist trained in cardiology, so that person actually puts you to sleep while they're doing the work for your implants. That removes all that fear and all those problems that have existed for years and years. If you're looking at wisdom teeth removal or anything like that, they can help you at River City Oral Surgery. No matter what your oral or or facial uh, surgery needs are. Dr. Havercorn is number one in the state of Texas and River City Oral Surgery is ready to help you out right now. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from River City Oral Surgery. 210-778-0002. Those in the military are called upon to make extreme... All right. 753 Trayware KTSA talking about military service and whether or not you encourage military service in line two. Mike, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, Mike. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Hey, Merry Christmas, Trey. Yeah. I, uh, regarding your question, I have uh, five kids. I'm I'm current active duty uh, over 30 years, and I, I'll, I'll say that you know, depending on my my sons and kind of how they're bent, I would definitely promote military service. But it's it's very different uh, for yeah. sure. You know, there's many factors that are uh, that play into it. When I was 17, didn't know what I wanted to do, didn't have any money. It was a great way for me to get uh, education in college and, you know, the military right. giving me the opportunity for three degrees. But but I will say, having four boys, that uh, two of them have tried to join. And now, with all the, the data and electronic health records, if there's something in there that, you know, might be questionable, uh, yeah. you know, my kids got care on the bases, they they were termed ineligible to, to even yeah. join the service. And, and yeah, that's what happened. And, and yeah, thank you very much for the call, Mike. That's what, that's what happened to me. I went in at 17, tried to join, and I had a compression fracture of my neck from football. And they said, nope. But that was back when they did such things. I understand today it's quite a bit different. Uh, Brady, quickly, line four. Brady, go right ahead. Hey, sir. I did uh, 22 years on active duty, senior NCO, and I talked two of my nephews into joining the military, and they're both successful so far. But I tell young people, you just got to go in there and keep your mouth shut, do what you do, and sooner or later you're going to be able to tell people what to do. And it teaches yeah. discipline and organization. And we don't have that in the Army. When they go to combat, they're not going to survive if they don't listen to what people tell them. Thank you. Thank you, Brady. I appreciate it very much. I've got some texts I want to read in the next hour as well. But first, let's go to Carl Eggers from CreatingRicherLives.com. That's CreatingRicherLives.com. And last week, Carl, we hit a, uh, a record high on the stock market, huh? Yeah, stocks have gone up uh, seven straight weeks, Trey, and the Dow Jones went over 37,000, kind of as you mentioned. And, you know, the main reason is the Fed has completely changed their tune. They're now saying they're going to cut interest rates. And, you know, this is this is a Fed that people – constantly know that that the fed constantly gets things incorrect but now they're banking on them changing their tune from saying we're going to keep hiking you know trying to fight inflation and now we're going to flip the script we're actually going to cut 
we're going to engineer what they call a soft leaning just perfectly. And the market's believing it. We're in kind of this Goldilocks period, but uh, the Fed's track record on this is not great. And so if they really do plan on cutting interest rates dramatically, and, and some members are saying four, five, six times next year, you need to uh-huh. be asking yourself, why would they be doing that? Are they seeing something that we're not seeing? And so I think we're in a Goldilocks period probably for the next few weeks. But I would say as we enter 2024, now the Fed, the market's going to start focusing on what are they looking at? Uh, we are getting gas prices coming down. But again, why are they coming down? Is the demand softening? That's what we have to watch out for. But right now, again, it's a Goldilocks period. It's been a great year for the stock market. And uh, now we're going to flip the calendar and let's see what 2024 brings. Thank you, Carl. CreatingRicherLives.com. They might be looking at, uh, well, an election next year that maybe they want uh, the, the Democrat to win. So if they cut the interest rates five times, like they're talking about doing next year, right around November, <laughs> happy days are here again. People got plenty of money, and they're going to be spending money, and, and, and they're turning the economy back on after turning it off for a couple of years. They're going to turn it back on uh, next year, just in time to have a presidential election. That's that's my prediction anyway. Okay, coming up at 8.05, we continue here on where and Ramashan's off on vacation this week at 210-599-5555. That's 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. And I'm not in favor of young conservatives abdicating and staying out of the military, staying out of education, staying out of the government. I'm in favor of more young conservatives getting in the military, getting an education, getting in the government, because that's how the commies have taken those institutions over. Is conservatives said, we're done. We're not going to, we're not, hey man, we're out. You know, we're done with this. And uh, and the commies moved in, and that's what they are, by the way. I, I know that sounds all you know, uh, Murphyism and uh, all that stuff from the fifties. And oh my God, Dana. no, it's true. <laughs> it's actually it's actually true. The people that are running our government now hate this country, and if you're a conservative, they hate you. It's a fact, and they don't make any bones about that now. They say it openly. And they're all about destroying the country, destabilizing this country by opening the southern border, bringing crime in, bringing disease in, getting us involved in these wars of choice that we have no business being involved in, so on and so forth. We go through that every single day. But you've got these Gen uh, Gen Z uh, influencers on TikTok that are telling young people, stay out of the military, don't come in the military, it's horrible. You actually might have to clean a toilet and sweep a floor. You're going to eat some pretty crappy food. Don't come in here. It's a terrible thing to do. That's why I, I really believe it could be a psyops operation. But what do you think? So we started talking about last half hour, and the phones just blew up with everybody having their own comment about their own military service and whether or not they would tell young people to get in the military. So here's some texts. 210-599-5555. You can call or text me. Jimmy is waiting for your call right now. Uh, Trey, thank you for the truth. A quote from Thomas Sowell. When you want to help people, you tell them the truth. When you want to help yourself, you tell them what they want to hear. J.W., thank you. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And right now, the truth is uncomfortable in this country about what's going on with our country and so on. It's a very uncomfortable thing. And, uh, and, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to kiss you, Fanny. I'm going to tell you the facts. I'm going to tell you the truth about what's going on. And if it makes you bristle a little bit and makes you a little bit uncomfortable, well, good, because that's how we're going to change it. 
All right, here's the next one. I don't encourage my children to join the military, maybe National Guard, protecting the USA. Another one, Trey, this is Michael, a Harley owner from New Braunfels. I've texted you before. I have 42 years combined with the DOD. I'm retiring this year. I'd love to call and talk about this topic. I'm somewhere in Joint Base San Antonio. You should see what I see in uniform each day. It's disheartening. Some can hardly walk from the parking lot to stand in line to get Popeye's chicken. The dogma, DEI, and training going on has nothing to do with the military job. I'm disgusted by what I see every day. Next text, Trey, I retired from the Air Force in 2003. When I go on the bases here, I see a complete lack of discipline. The standards are gone. Regs for professional appearances are gone. Ponytails hanging down backs, beards, overweight. Makes me angry and sick. We must have a return to good order and discipline, and that's from Kira. Merry Christmas. Well, Kira, uh, thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. 210-599-5555. By the way, I have received many um, of these text and, and emails today talking about how things are really different and there has been a loss of, of discipline speed of core uh the the look uh the feel and 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 all of those things and i don't know uh I, I've told you before, my primary involvement with the military today is with veterans who I have very close friendships with. I was with some of them on Saturday night at a, at a Christmas party. Uh, Nancy and I, as I've told you before, we have a travel company, and we uh, hosted a, a cruise uh, this November for veterans. Uh, that's where a lot of my attention is active duty. I'm just not real familiar other than what I read and what many of you guys in active military, active duty have told me about how the upper echelon, uh, how, how woke they are and how liberal and left they are. And that's how they got to that position. Let's go to, um, let's go to line one. John, you're on KTSA. Merry Christmas, John. And back to you in spades and crosses. Um, I was born into the military, Air Force, in 1947 and raised with my brother and my mother and father were obviously military. Um, so um, I'm sorry, this is tearing me up here. This topic is so great this morning, and I love these stories. Um, okay, I went from uh, military dependent to drafted. 1967 served during that terrible time i brought my brother home and gave the flag to my mother and father um my father served 27 years mother was civil service um i would say this the last letter i got from my brother in vietnam he was up for a battlefield commission and uh he told me he would not accept it because they would not let those fellas fight over there in the 26 marines yeah what would you tell young people today john would you encourage military service with them or not uh military service is not for everyone as it it should be military yeah. service is completely destroyed uh folks uh we we gotta vote that's our last chance get out all right thank you john vote. All right, thank you, and Merry Christmas to you. By the way, uh, over the weekend, I mentioned this earlier, Bob Pardo, U.S. Air Force legend and hero, passed away at 89 over the weekend. If you don't know his story, I'll share it with you coming up. Line two, Tom, you're on KTSA with Trey. Merry Christmas, Tom. 
Merry Christmas, Trey. All right, I joined the Navy in 1958, retired in 78, all right? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw something at you that a lot of people younger don't realize. This, this, this woke stuff started at the end of the Vietnam War. Morale was so low at the end of the Vietnam War. In early 1970, I had to attend, uh, uh, I was directed to attend uh, a series of articles. It was called Project Upward, Understanding Personal Worth and Racial Dignity. And it was it was uh, directed by a, a black chief petty officer and a and an Hispanic chief petty officer, and we were we were brought into a classroom and basically told how bad the white people were and how we needed. And you know, as far as I was concerned, in the Navy, everybody got along with everybody. When you're on an aircraft carrier with seven thousand men, you get along. And so yeah. I think all this stuff started way back in the early seventies, sure. at the end of the Vietnam War, because we didn't have a battle to fight, and so uh, the morale was so low they had to come up with something, and so. Project Upward was, as far as I'm concerned, the starting of this white stuff, woke stuff. And by the way, I did retire in 1978, and I did put my son in the Air Force, and he retired right before 9-11. So we're, we're a military family. Wonderful. But, well, God bless you, Tom, and i got to go. But thank you very, very much for the call, and Merry uh, Christmas to you. Bob Pardo, does that name sound familiar to you, Military City USA? Bob Pardo passed away over the weekend, age of uh, 89. If you don't know, March 10th, 1967, flying over North Vietnam. Uh, he and another pilot uh, was in a, another aircraft. Uh, we're taking uh, enemy fire over North Vietnam. The other guy, his his plane was hit. So he started to lose fuel, and as he was losing fuel, he began to lose power and altitude. Bob Pardo flying along said, I've got to try to do something, because if he goes down over North uh, Vietnam, he's a dead man. Ben, that was true back then, right? He's a dead man. So I've got to figure something out. So he flew up underneath the, the other guy's jet, and he noticed the tail hook. And he radioed the man in the other jet, lower the tail hook, lower the tail hook. And he positioned himself on that tail hook, his windshield, by the way, on that tail hook. And he started to add power, which gave his friend the ability to fly his airplane. And Pardo and the other jet pilot made it back to South Vietnam in peace and safety. And... The Air Force, for 20 years, the Air Force wanted to uh, discharge him dishonorably. Uh, they were not happy that he did it, and uh, he was reprimanded. Uh, they they uh, wanted to court-martial Mr. Pardo for taking care of actually causing damage to his own airplane to save the lives of the other pilots. Now, he was obviously acquitted after 20 years, but it took him 20 years to fight it. And he said the reason that he acted the way he did, the reason he flew up underneath that other jet and pushed that guy with his tail hook, was because he kept hearing his dad's voice in the back of his mind saying, did you try everything you could to save his life? And he did. So Mr. Pardo passed away over the weekend. Quick break, 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, it's Sean. Ramsey wishing you a Merry Christmas from everyone at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> That's funny you're playing this, Jimmy. 
One of the guys, uh, one of the veterans over at the uh, party that I was at the other night happens to be, and I was telling Don this story, and Don, thank you so much for the T-shirt, uh, Taste the Biscuits. I love that T-shirt. <laughs> it's this stupid little thing that Don and I have going on where this husband and this wife are singing this stupid little ditty, Taste the Biscuits. And now they're putting cat videos to the song and everything else, and I, I send Don those videos all the time. And um, he sent me a T-shirt that says, Taste the Biscuits. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks, Morgan. Hey, you're welcome. I'm going to wear it. Hey, I'm going to hey, wear it a lot. Good explaining that to people. Because <laughs> nobody knows what the heck I'm talking yeah, about. No one's going to know what's going on. Right. <laughs> At least so there's not, you, a, a, not an arrow pointing somewhere on the shirt. That would be bad. That would be no, real bad. But had that been an option, it'd be there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where are those biscuits I want to taste? Yeah, right here. Right. So I was telling you that one of the guys I was hanging with on Saturday night was the Disco Duck, right? From Rick right. D's song. Folks, back in the 70s, he did a song called Disco Duck and the actual uh, duck. And uh, Ken Pruitt's his name. And he asked me, he said, do you play bass at all? And it's funny, they were uh, uh, Jimmy was just playing that song. Um, and uh, because that's that's why I learned to play the bass. I was always guitar guy and a, and primarily vocalist. But my son was playing guitar, and I wanted to play with him, so I started to learn the bass. And that's that album was the one that that I learned the the bass with. Um, so it's kind of funny that he played that a couple of seconds ago. Listen, I we have Christmas going on right, and we're a week from Christmas. And check this out, guys. Um, it looks like it's going to be wet, you know, at least over the weekend and possibly into Christmas. It's a week away, so, you know, it's hard to tell. It's hard to predict that far out, but mostly cloudy and 70-ish, something like that on Christmas Day. The coldest Christmas high was 30 degrees in 1983. The coldest Christmas low was also same Christmas, 1983, and that was 11. The hottest Christmas high was 90 degrees, 1955. So, obviously, this whole global warming thing doesn't work out too well when you start talking about temperatures being the hottest in 1955. But I was I was talking to Nancy over the weekend. I really feel this way. As soon as we get the holidays over with, I'm ready to get back to sunshine and hot temperatures. I'm done with this. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God forbid. It's only 70 degrees. <laughs> I can't handle it. Trey without I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm a pool and motorcycle guy. And, oh, yeah. uh, Heat up the pool. Yeah. Heat up the pool. Have you seen what gas prices are now? Ah, put some lava rocks on the grill and then dump them in the pool. <laughs> yeah, put them in the pool. Yeah, it'll heat That's it up. That's a great idea. <laughs> no, we the the first we we've, we've had the pool about four years now, and uh, and we decided to spray. It's not a big thing. Uh, it, it's a it's a little pool. I call it a cocktail pool. It comes up to my waist and most of it, so we can stand around in there and just chat with friends. It's not a big deal. It's, a, it's an oversized hot tub. Okay, it's basically what it is, but um. We heated it the first couple of years, and it didn't matter. It, I remember getting in when it was like 17 degrees outside, and we get in it. But then all of a sudden, gas, the, you know, we're, we're gas out here where we are, and the gas prices, uh, natural gas, went through the roof. I mean, overnight. Right. So we just stopped. We said, that's it. We're going to do one of those close the pools, uh, close the pool like everybody else does. We're just not even going to deal with that anymore until the gas prices come down. So I'm right. just, or let's just end winter now, shall we? Yeah, why not? Who needs it?
Uh, the Farmer's <laughs> Almanac. We remember reading it this year. It said that's not going to be the way. Yeah. Yeah, we're still, we still got a ways to go, Trey. Right. Yeah, I know. So I know. there is a more economical way for you to, to heat up your pool. What's that? Pee in it? Just pee in there. Yeah. I saw that. (laughs) Jimmy! (laughs) Jimmy! What? He started it. (laughs) Jimmy! Come on! I have that blue dye in there. Don't you dare. I'll know it. So now your pool is very blue. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I know when people do that in my pool, it turns blue all of a sudden. Say, okay, you're out. You get out now. Yeah, it's all right, tiny Um, bull man. Get out of here. I was (laughs) was disappointed as a kid when it didn't turn blue. I was very disappointed. (laughs) Oh, my God. Stop it. Okay. (laughs) Really? That's horrible. You're disgusting. Um, I'm looking right now at the, the, speaking of disgusting, the Dallas Cowboys from yesterday, guys. Oh, man. uh, That was disgusting. Um, they obviously read their own uh, press clippings and didn't prepare for the Buffalo Bills yesterday, a team they should have beat. And uh, now they're going to roll into a, a team that will likely beat them unless the Cowboys have a complete 180 from what they did yesterday. Mm-hmm. The Miami Dolphins, the fish are going to be tough next week. So yeah. for all you Cowboy fans like I am, I'm not a hater. I'm a fan. I will die. I was born a Cowboy fan. I'll die a Cowboy fan. I'll be always be a Cowboy fan. They've done everything in the world to chase me off from being a Cowboy fan, including the way they acted yesterday. Huge disappointment. Right. You know, I was looking forward to a decent game, too. I'm not a fan of either team. You know, as a Patriots yeah. fan, of course, I can't stand the Bills. But, uh, right. you know, I, I was hoping to see a real slugfest, but I was really disappointed in the whole thing. Oh, my God. It's it horrible. awful. i got to tell you, Josh Allen, though, I like him. I really, I think he's an incredible athlete. He's, what, 26, yeah. 27 years old. Uh, I think he's a wonderful quarterback. And uh, so I, I really do like him, but I've never been a, never, you know, being a Cowboy fan, all those years they would play, uh, Jim Kelly and all those guys, I never was a Buffalo Bills fan. Right. Um, but after yesterday, man, they had their butts handed to them on a silver platter yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but that's fine. That's good. Let them, let them take that loss going into the playoffs. We're 10 and 4. That's not bad. So maybe yeah, this will get right. that. That you know, put some pep in their step. Well, hopefully so. And I did mention earlier that although they lost, uh, Smithson Valley had a great year. They went to the state championship this year. They did lose a lot. Fifty-one to eight was the final score. But Coach Hill and all you guys out of Smithson Valley, way to go! You had a great year this year. All right, quick break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Bridgehead IT. Now they're not just another IT company at Bridgehead. They are your trusted partner. They're dedicated to providing technology solutions that empower your business to thrive. And the bottom line is, whether you need expert network administration or seamless cloud migration or IT infrastructure optimization, at Bridgehead, their team of experienced professionals, they got you covered from start to finish, no matter what it is you're looking for, from switches and routers to streamlined documentation, from swift dispatch and triage, AI, top-notch IT management, they do it all at Bridgehead IT. And they do it in a way that helps you get freed up to focus on what you got into the business to do. And at Bridgehead IT, they're constantly monitoring and keeping you safe from cyber threats as well. Bridgehead IT is your trusted partner for technology success. BridgeheadIT.com and on the phone, 210-477-7999. Oh, Christmas leaks. Oh, Christmas 
Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. In one week, we'll be celebrating the birth of Christ. 837 now, Trey Ware, KTSA. Sean is off uh, this week. And coming up at 9 o'clock, the great J.D. Hayworth is going to be back on here. And uh, he'll be a great congressman and great uh, talk show host. We all love his work. When he's on the on the radio, I hear from you guys all the time. And uh, Sean will be back very, very soon. So J.D.'s coming up uh, right after 9 o'clock this morning. He'll, he'll have you covered uh, this week. 210-599-5555. So if you believe in controlling the border, then you are a racist. Here is Congressman Joaquin Castro. I want to speak quickly to the Democrats in the Senate and others who are considering supporting this proposal. If you do so, you will be surrendering to right-wing racism. And more than that, you will be enabling it. <laughs> well, first of all, not that I care two wits about what Joaquin Castro has to say, okay? He does not have this country's best interests at heart. He's all about working with the extreme left in this country to destabilize this country so the commies can take it over. He's all about it. He and his brother and his mama, uh, they've made it perfectly clear. As an example, she says this and they believe it. They hate the Alamo. Why? Because that's a symbol of white suppression, white supremacy, and you guys are here illegally. So not that I care anything about what, what Joaquin's got to say, but this battle over the border that is going on right now is way out of control. Now, we have chronicled on this show, and I do it on my 5 to 7 all the time, how bad things are at the border. And if you're not following along, if you're not seeing the images, if you don't live there like many of you do, or if you don't have property throughout Texas like many of you do that's been affected by this, then you don't know what's going on. But it's the worst that it's ever been. And it's being done on purpose. The number one purpose for the globalists is to destabilize our country so that we can move toward this one-world government. Now, folks, I'm going to tell you that's not tinfoil hat stuff. In 1972, none dare call it a conspiracy was written. And at that time, everybody, oh, those are just conspiracy talk. No, it's the real deal. It's going on. And they're out of the closet now, and they're openly promoting it and openly saying that's the direction we should go. No countries, no borders. Let's have a global system. And if they win... Your children and grandchildren become slaves to that global system and to that government. That government, your children and grandchildren will be working to supply the income to that government, not for their freedom. As Adam Smith said, and as our great forefathers and founding fathers said, your property is your freedom. Your freedom is your property. And as the government takes more and more of it, that's why I stood so uh, ardently against the CS rate increase. It's nothing more than stealing and taking more money from, from people that they didn't need. And the same thing is true as they take more and more money and more and more of your freedoms because they take your property, they're taking your freedom, but they're also going to enslave future generations into what kind of car you drive. Ah, does that sound familiar? When you drive it, does that sound familiar with the kill switch? Where you drive it, does that sound familiar with the kill switch? 
where you shop, what you use to heat your home, what you use to cook your food on, and so on and so forth. You have no freedom, and you won't have. It's only going to get worse unless we stop this. And the border factors into all of this because two things, two major things. There's a million reasons, a million things going on here. Lots of moving pieces, but two major ones. Number one is what I just talked about, destabilizing the United States, removing our national identity. Who are we as a people? you got to remove that. And the globalists and the commies in our government and their evil people, these are not just people with a difference of opinion. These are not just moderate Democrats. No, no, no. That was your grandfather's time. Today, these are evil people who have set their intention on destroying the United States of America from within. That's what's going on. That's the reality of the day that we live in and the time that we live in right now. And part of it is taking away your national identity. They've done it in France. See how that has worked out for them. They have stabbings in schools and in businesses every day with these radical Islamic terrorists who are walking around in France. Same is true with the U.K. Much of the E.U., as a matter of fact. And they're doing it here every single day. So that's the first thing. The second thing is they're importing Democrat voters in perpetuity so that the Democrats will be able to rely on them to vote them in forevermore as they continue their march of destruction here in the United States. Now, what have we heard from the Biden-Obama administration? Because that's who's running this deal. It's not Joe Biden, and you know it, and I know it, and the rest of the world knows it. It's not Joe Biden. It's Barack Obama. He's the guy who's running it through all of his lackeys that he's had forever. So what do they tell you? First of all, they spent a year, year and a half, telling us that the border was secure. I played the sound for you. I played Mayorkas and Kamala and Joe and all of them saying the border is secure. There is no problem. And you and I, now that's a damn lie because we're sitting here watching it, right? We see it every day. And it went from the border is secure to we don't have any control over any of this. It's, 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 it's beyond, it's, it, the, the, the situation is beyond our control because the system is broken. It went from under control to the system is broken and now we can't control it. They're full of it. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And right here in San Antonio, we have a city manager and a mayor who are in collusion with the federal government to distribute all of these humans around the country as quickly as possible. And I've been telling you about the stash houses that the city is running right here in San Antonio. One on airport property, another one, former CPS building. Isn't that interesting? Oh, CPS building. Just south of Loop 410 on San Pedro. And they are taking these people in and stashing them until they buy them airplane tickets so they can fly them all over the country because they know that once they are out there in the, in the vast wonderland of America, you're never going to get them back. So you might as well give them amnesty and the right to vote because you're never going to get them. And the city manager and the mayor are a part of that. They are involved in that up to their eyeballs. And what did the city manager say last week when the heat was put on by me? What did he say? Well, we're, I don't care what you say. We're going to continue to facilitate their onward travels. Oh, so you're going to continue to be involved in the operation that is bringing illegal aliens into this country and distributing them throughout this country to destabilize this country and import Democrat voters. You need to know, folks. Are you awake?
Are you awake? Now, the final confirmation that this whole thing about, we can't control it, the border is broken, the system's broken, which is not, and Trump proved it. But the final confirmation that we have that that's all a bunch of BS, right now, the Democrats and the Republicans are negotiating. Negotiating. You see, the Republicans put on a caveat, if you want more money that you can launder through Ukraine in order to enrich people here in this country that are in politics and in the military-industrial complex and so on, if you, want to, if you want more money for that, you're going to have to do something about the border. <laughs> Guess what? The Biden-Obama administration is here to tell you that, okay, we can wave a certain number through during a day and then tell them to halt after we allow a certain number in. So how does the number 5,000 a day sound to you, Republicans? I mean, they're actually negotiating how many people they are going to allow to come into the country illegally. I thought they had no control over that. Wait just a stinking minute. How can you determine how many are going to come in here when you don't have any control over it? Because that's what you've been telling us, Alejandro lying treasonous Mayorkas. That's what you've been saying. KJP every day from the podium. The system was broken by the Republicans in the last doesn't work anymore. What? I, wait, wait, hey. If you don't have any control over it, then how are you going to determine how many people you're going to wave in? You see, you're lying. <laughs> and we know you're lying, and I'm calling you out on your lie. Of course you have all the control in the world. As far as the local officials are concerned, look, they're bootlickers for the, the people in D.C. They want so bad to follow in the Henry Cisneros and, and Julian Castro model and get to D.C. as quick as they can to get in the sewer. It's not a swamp, it's a sewer. So that's why they're doing what they're doing. But clearly, they could say, hey, listen, we're not going to participate in this. We don't, ha we don't run stash houses here. We don't run a human trafficking network here. We're not going to be involved in this in San Antonio. So if you're going to welcome them into the United States with open arms, then they have to go somewhere else. San Antonio is closed. But you know what they're doing? They're violating state law by acting like a, what, sanctuary city. That's against the laws of Texas. They don't care. You know why? They can get away with anything. Democrats can get away with anything. Democrats can even have sex in the Senate hearing confirmation room. And nothing happens. The media covers for them. Yes, a Democrat staffer did that this weekend. Homosexual sex in the, the Senate hearing room, the confirmation room, where we have confirmed in that very room Supreme Court justices. We've heard all kinds of details about what's going on with health care and so on and so forth. And a Democrat staffer allegedly gets in there and has homosexual sex in that room this weekend oh bet you didn't hear that on abc did you i bet they won't talk about it at nine o'clock coming up <clears throat> is it possible to control the border obviously it's possible they're not doing it for all the reasons i just stated they don't want the border to be controlled in fact they're using it now as a bargaining chip and i just have to ask you in the remaining moments of the program today at two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five how do you feel about republicans and democrats both both parties 
How do you feel about them negotiating border policy like that? Using Ukraine. And I don't care if another dime never goes to Ukraine. I really don't care. They've stolen from us. They are stealing us blind right now. We are emptying out our armaments to supply them. And I don't care if they don't get another thing at all from the United States. I really don't. But to think that right now they are negotiating over how many people they're going to allow to come in the country illegally. It's offensive. It's illegal. It's against our laws and against who we are as a people. Right or wrong, you tell me. Hey, listen, if you think I'm whacked, I'll listen to you. But at least you've heard the truth. And you won't hear it on ABC at 9 o'clock this morning, and you won't see it on ABC with David Muir tonight, you won't see it on CNN, but you heard it from me. That's the truth. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. Dave Ramsey here. Have you noticed your pet scratch? 856 here, KTSA. I'm about to get out of here, make room for JD. Uh, he's got lots of sound from the news for you. You're going to hear this morning, and he's going to take lots of your phone calls as he's filling in for uh, for Sean. That's it coming up at 9.05 this morning. I'll back here at 5 tomorrow morning. And as always, I'll take your calls, 210-599-5555. I won't bore you with the numbers, but the Fox polling for Donald Trump looks great. However, <laughs> okay, however. Uh, they're working as hard as they can, even though they're saying that Trump would destroy democracy. They're working as hard as they can to destroy democracy and keeping him off the ballot. Jack Smith, who is the special prosecutor in D.C., is trying to lock him up for a thousand years. So, the, but the polling—I mean, he's like seventy seventy percent in the Republican primary, and he beats Joe Biden by several uh, percentage points as well. Now we got a year; we got a long way to go, but he looks very strong in a poll. 856 here, KTSA. I'm about to get out of here, make room for JD. Uh, he's got lots of sound from the news for you. You're going to hear this morning, and he's going to take lots of your phone calls as he's filling in for uh, for Sean. That's it coming up at 9.05 this morning. I'll be back here at 5 tomorrow morning. And as always, I'll take your calls, 210-599-5555. I won't bore you with the numbers, but the Fox polling for Donald Trump looks great. However, <laughs> okay, however. Uh, they're working as hard as they can, even though they're saying that Trump would destroy democracy. They're working as hard as they can to destroy democracy and keeping him off the ballot. Jack Smith, who is the special prosecutor in D.C., is trying to lock him up for a thousand years. So, the, But the polling, I mean, he's like 70 percent in the Republican primary, and he beats Joe Biden by several uh, percentage points as well. Now, we got a year. we got a long way to go, but he looks very strong in a poll.